0: Hey, everybody, it's Ron from the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast Network here to talk to you today about SpinWiz Comics. SpinWizComics.com is an indie comics discovery platform. It's designed to help comic book readers find new content with over 60 publishers and over 400 different comic titles to choose from and growing every week. Most of the content right now is free to read, but there are options available to purchase PDFs and support creators you read the most. And right now, as part of the promotion, IB Comics is offering the first four issues of Grace, free to read. And for all you music fans out there, the first 28 pages of Legba's Juke Joint Volume One. You can read all of these for free at spinwizcomics.com. So if you're a content creator out there, check it out. It's a no-hassle platform whose core goal is to help with awareness to essentially take your comic book and put it out there for new readers. It's as easy as uploading a couple of PDFs, toss them into a Dropbox or Google, and within a day, your stuff will be online and available for purchase or for new readers to check out. Spinwizcomics.com. Check it out today. It's direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios. Honey, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your host, that fine ass Chris Thayer, that beautiful Steve Hill, and that big hunk of chunk of meat, Ron Mills. Woo, mama's hot up in here. Let's get this party started. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, Chris Thayer. And I'm Ron Miltz. Hey, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been it's been a minute for sure. So uh, yeah, how's uh, how's the apocalypse been treating you, man?
1: Um, you know I can't complain. The pool is the perfect temperature, and uh, you know Stater Brothers delivers. So, I mean, what else do you need?
0: Apparently, nothing. Um,
1: uh, <laughs> I-, I still got electricity. I got yeah. internet.
0: Fair you know? enough. When we got to thank us, we got to thank essential Steve for our internet. He's uh, out there making it happen on the weekly. So, yes, yes. um, I, I, on the other hand, um, uh, have you seen the meme where it's all your house in, in 2019 and then it's like all a decapitated or dilapidated, uh, um, uh, like farmhouse. And then it's all your house in 2020 and it's like the same house, but all beautiful and fixed up. Like that's, funny. That's, that's become my house over the last uh, few weeks. So, or a few months. Um,
1: Mine is looking like if if humanity disappeared and nature started to take over, but it's all fruits and vegetables. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. It's basically what's happening. We're, we're gearing up for uh, when everything shuts down and, and we're going to live off of carrots. and.
0: Corn. Oh, nice, nice. Well, I, I mean, it's been a bit <laughs> exciting over here, so I almost died. So that was fun.
1: Well, I mean, it is that time of year. <laughs> it seems well, like about this time every year you do something like curling or whatever and and try to die.
0: Well this time I uh, 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 so basically we we had decided to take a couple weeks off in June when like all the protests and everything started. Um, and we, uh, uh, and also there wasn't a bunch of nerd stuff coming out. So we were like, we just don't want to, you know, release stuff that's getting caught in the, uh, uh, in the bounce. Um, but right around that time, like I started getting sick and I thought, oh shit, well, maybe I got the, the Rona. Um, and I didn't have the Rona, um, turned out, uh, um, I was sleeping all ne- like, like 13 hours a day and like, just kind of messed up. And it turns out I had in uh, my tooth implant, um, I had an infection, so I had to of go course. in for emerg- emergency dental surgery and have, uh, the <laughs> implant extracted and they like oh, cut Jesus. into my gums and everything. So I couldn't talk for like a few days. So, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was a bit brutal, um, and then uh, and then that healed that took about two weeks to heal because uh, it's like bone pain. And right as that two weeks uh, to heal, we were it's like, well, it's like the it's like July 4th is coming up. It's like July was our key to come back after my infection. Um, and I got exposed to the coronavirus. So that's exciting.
1: Now, <laughs> so. you're not saying that you have it.
0: Um, I, my test for that has not come back yet. So, OK, uh, so we don't know yeah.
1: for sure if, if you were actually exposed but you were potentially exposed.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I've been quarantined now for the last two weeks um, uh, and uh, from my family as well. So I've been living downstairs and they've been living upstairs um, um, and it's been exciting. So, but we, we, you know, well, uh, at this point, who knows, like I did have some symptoms, but I'm not dead. So that's good. I'm like,
1: well, I'm is plus.
0: Yeah. It's like Ken Jeong from uh, uh, hangover three. She's going to show up and be like, but did you die? <laughs> you know right so so i i mean i'm not complaining i'm just saying like uh it's been it's been a really interesting four weeks you know so
1: yeah man i mean it's to say the least um i i will say this there has been nothing nerd related aside from one or two small things like you know it's bad when i go to look at my recordings on my dvr and it's just blank, nothing recording for like straight two weeks, blank.
0: Yeah. Well, so, I mean, on the bright side though, we have picked a good time to jump back in. Uh, so yeah. this next this next week, we've got uh, San Diego Comic Con online, so we're gonna do some yeah. uh, uh like like we would do or try to do every year at Comic Con, do some uh, Comic Con related pods. Um, and then, uh, the week after that, uh, we've got, uh, uh finally a new nerd show dropping, which I'm very excited about, yes, uh, yes, the very cool. second season of Umbrella Academy. So we can talk about that. Um, and then I'm doing some, um, rewatches on some old stuff, uh, that we have never watched. So I started season five of fear, the walking dead. So I'm oh, going to do some, Lord. updates. <laughs> I'm going to do some updates on that as well.
1: I don't know, dude. I, I am just not that desperate.
0: I, I am. I've officially reached. I am willing to watch <laughs> season five of Fear the Walking Dead level of desperation. So oh. that's that's what we've hit.
1: <laughs> um, oh, man. I just, I, I can't even imagine things getting bad enough that I would watch that show. <laughs> like... I'd watch American Idol reruns at this point instead of that. I'd watch The Vampire Diaries.
0: I didn't say I was watching Z Nation or anything crazy like that, but I definitely... I'd rather watch
1: Z Nation.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Nobody would rather Fear watch Z Nation. Oh so
1: bad, dude.
0: Speaking of uh, crazy shows that now, since there's been a lack of nerd stuff, um, uh, have you seen on Netflix The Floor is Lava?
1: No. I saw that it, they were running a show like that, but I haven't watched it.
0: So it's sort of like part American Gladiator, part escape right. room, uh, you know, competition where it's like these people are trying to get from one half of the room to the other, um, and and the the floor is like it's like water, you know, but it's like colored water, yeah. you know, um, uh, that bubbles constantly and shoots up, um, but these people. You know, it's sort of like a wipeout kind of show, but it takes place in a room. But there's like they're trying to figure out how to get from one side of the room to the other, and then there's these commentators that are right off of like ESPN, the Ocho. Um, That's hilarious. (laughs) That are like it's just the play-by-play on it. It's kind of it's kind of funny. Like I've watched like four episodes of it now. Um, and it's the sort of thing that you can do, like with the family, you know. So it's uh, uh, we we get a definitely a good uh, a good laugh off of each episode. So it's been enjoyable to say the least.
1: Well, I saw that they were putting out a new season of Winona Earp, and I thought, oh, I remember watching some of that. Maybe I'll go check that out. And I got through like two episodes, and I'm like, this is fucking terrible. How is this on?
0: What was Winona Earp?
1: Winona Earp is based on a comic. And it seemed like it was always kind of a cool book, and I just never. Basically, it's the descendants of Wyatt Earp, but it, you know what it is? It's fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but white trash, and out in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and they have Wyatt Earp's gun, which Wyatt Earp was a was a demon hunter. Oh. Oh, and and, and Doc Holliday is a vampire.
0: Uh, yeah, as one does, right? <laughs> yeah, you know.
1: So yeah, no, I. I watched a couple of them and I'm like I know I'm desperate to watch shit but this is just awful. Like how is this still on? Like this this makes Sharknado look good.
0: Well, uh, well, uh first off Sharknado is fantastic. How dare you? Um <laughs> No, dude. No.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'd rather watch fear than watch this show. It gives you uh, well, an idea.
0: I feel you on that. I feel you on that. It's kind of funny (laughs) because it's like um, going through as you start to delve into the lack of like really new content. So you're sort of like looking into like stuff that you never got around to or like suddenly you're like intrigued by what's this thing over here? You know, Um, sort of like uh, NBC Universal released their new streaming network, uh, The Peacock, this week. Um, uh, And did, did you check it out yet?
1: I signed up for free. And yeah, okay. uh, and the only reason I even downloaded it at all was because they're doing an adaptation of one of my favorite books of all time, Brave New World. Um, for those that don't know, I, I used to teach English and I was the guy, the cool English teacher that taught all the cool books um, like 1984 and Fahrenheit, all the dystopian books, all the shit that you go, wow, this is really reminiscent of today. Um, so I was super excited for it. But I was like, ah, I mean, it's free. Okay, I'll download it. Those sidewinding motherfuckers, dude. They let <laughs> you watch two episodes, and then they go, if you want to watch more, sign up for the premium. I'm like, you assholes.
0: Oh, so they so, charged you. I thought it was all free. Well,
1: well, they're doing a seven-day trial. And you know how I feel about the seven-day trial. It's a total scam. Absolutely. But, but if it were any other story, I would have bailed on it. But I'm like, OK, I'm going to do the seven day trial and I'm going to keep it for two days and then I'm going to get rid of it, which as soon as I finished it, I'm like today. I finished it this morning, like right before we started recording. And as soon as we're done, I'm going to go online and cancel it.
0: Oh, you can't cancel, cancel it yet. Back. You know, you, you got to watch Battlestar Galactica first because that's also on there. So
1: <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you got it that, free that for was five on, more days. No, it's okay that, I mean that season ran for like ten years. I'm not doing that.
0: no, it ran for four years. There's only four seasons of that show
1: i I tried the Battlestar dude. I watched uh maybe six episodes. It was okay.
0: uh um, you're wrong. I it, mean, I just want you to know you're it was wrong okay. it's amazing it was okay
1: i think uh. I think uh the the uh the effects don't really hold up today um as as much as they probably could have I mean I, okay, I, I like it for what it was. But it's like I watch it now and I'm like, oh, this looks like a sci-fi series uh, where they it, didn't spend it, a lot of money
0: on it. It was a sci-fi series, but they did spend a lot of money. That's I know. I know.
1: But that's what I'm saying is if you watch it now, it looks like one of the shows that they put out now, like like uh, Warehouse 13 or something that did not have a huge budget or they the the effects don't hold up. It, I mean, it was cool. It was fine. Um, you know, I, I, I liked uh, Jaime Escalante. He was cool. <laughs> and uh he's awful. you know he's like oh the woman nine. president who we, who we went uh, from being the first lady to the president you, you know sure. she was the first lady in uh independence day
0: yeah yeah for sure we uh we watched uh stand and deliver by the way uh, uh because it, so it showed good. up I, I was like oh i i haven't seen this in for forever and we watched it okay first off it is good i love me some stand and deliver but i have one oh, complaint yeah. I have one major complaint about that movie and it's like the the dregs of all 80s films. So you're watching this movie and it's got like this great like South American like like Mayan Aztec like pan flute underscore right. going along right. with the film and then you get to the end where like they pass the test and he's like I want all the test scores reinstated and he like walks out the door and all of a sudden like this 80s uh uh like <laughs> song kicks in and it's all it, it, you're it's simply like, the best, you know. <laughs> it's, but it's like one of these songs that's like written specifically for the movie, and it's like it, you know, it's just. But it's like you got to stand and deliver, you know. And you're
1: like, what the hell? Is... <laughs> so terrible. How many like, movies were like that, man? Where uh, even like, Karate Kid, dude? You're the best. Uh... Around <laughs> so bad. But that was. But wasn't that an
0: actual song? That like was that written no, for the movie?
1: No, I'm pretty sure it's for the movie, dude. Why would anybody write that song? But there's you, nothing worse the than when around. you're watching
0: the movie and the movie title is the song and you're like, "Oh, oh dude.
1: How about how about uh we don't need another hero?" Like so terrible.
0: First off, from, from, how uh, dare you? How dare you, Mac, mock Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Like that's my life right <laughs> Beyond now. Beyond
1: Thunderdome It's so dumb, <laughs> it's so terrible. Like the song could have been okay, but you sneak in that like the title of the film. It's so bad, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the '80s thing. That was definitely the '80s thing. The only one I can think of that was actually cool. Was weird science.
0: Uh Yeah, but I mean,
1: I, that might be the exception to the rule. <clears throat> That's the only one I can think of um, that mentions the name and, and is still dope. Like, maybe we could put that online. Were there any songs from films that actually used the title that were cool in the 80s?
0: I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. So it's like, I can think of weird science. I can think of, uh, obviously, it's freaking Stand and Deliver. But it's like, what <laughs> other? F- I, I guess uh, uh, the Goonies had The Goonies Are Good Enough, which is like.
1: Oh, terrible.
0: And it happens right in the middle of the film. Where And, and luckily, it's like Cindy Lopper, So the song's like, it's like, oh, that's a good song. And then it's like, Goonies. Like, she yells it in the middle. of
1: You're all, wait a minute, so wait a minute, bad. wait a minute. <laughs> what are we doing now? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then the whole mix, the mix with the wrestlers in that had no point. Like, I don't know where that came from. Like, if there were wrestlers in the movie, that would be one thing. But suddenly we have Captain Lou and, you know.
0: I mean, I think, like, you get, like, uh, all of the James Bond films have this, like, issue. um, Where it's, like, you know, and I always go back to A View to a Kill. (laughs) by Duran Duran yeah. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: which I know, liked I, at the time but man it did not hold up
0: no 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 god no not even a little you bit you know
1: which one was pretty dope though the Adele song was pretty dope
0: <laughs> yes yes she was but I think like I think like of some of the other ones that come to mind now I'm thinking like uh wasn't um it was a 90s film but Will Smith did Wild Wild West obviously which oh is my terrible. god it was
1: so bad
0: And the men in black theme, where it's like, here come the men in black, you know.
1: Oh, Um, terrible. Oh, you want to talk the second Ghostbusters song? uh, Yes,
0: without question. How about and then you have the ninja rap from like the Teenage (laughs) Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: (laughs) Oh.
0: When it's like, go ninja, go ninja, go.
1: (laughs) So terrible. Uh, but
0: Bobby Brown doing, you know, you
1: call the Ghostbusters and you are in control. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, you know what? I got to throw some shade on my boy Prince. That bad dance shit was stupid, too. Oh, I okay. That. I don't get the bad dance, dude. I don't get it. That
0: That was like a play on the 60s stuff. That's why. I mean, I guess. It's still pretty terrible. So... Uh, But let's let's uh, I digress from that. So let's talk a little bit. So was Brave New World? Was it worth watching?
1: Dude, Brave New World was dope. I really enjoyed it Um, for those that don't know anything about the story. So here's here's the quick idea. Basically, they've they've reinvented society. Uh, There's no more pregnancy. Um, All people are created in a lab and they create them in a way that they put them into a social group like a social class. So they create this class system based on their intelligence and their abilities. And, um, you know, the alphas are at the top and they get all the good shit. And the betas are basically like prostitutes where they do jobs, but they basically are there for the alphas to get laid. Um, and and uh, then you have like the lower, you know, epsilons and gammas. And it just gets, people get stupider and they get more and more like worker bees on the way down. Um, so, yeah, and the concept is that <clears throat> Society, everybody is happy because they're all doped up on this drug, soma. Uh, which it. is funny be- because that's the muscle relaxer I used to used to take when I had back problems. Um, <laughs> it's called soma. So it used to crack me up. So it was an actual drug, or at least they named it after the the drug in the book. So um, there's no more monogamy. People just sleep with everybody. Um, there's no more couples. You know, None of that shit happens. People are all happy. They all fuck each other, and, and they do their work, and they go home about their lives. And if anything happens that stresses them out or makes them feel sad or whatever, they pop a Soma. So it's like these people are like nonstop pill poppers because, I mean, life is tricky, right? So they're constantly popping their Somas, and it's really fucking funny in the, in the TV show because if anything happens, you hear click, 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 click. They got these little Pez dispenser things. And anytime somebody says something or does something that's even the least bit, you know, interesting, everybody starts popping these pills. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, and they get to the point where they don't even really show the people doing it anymore. You just hear the clicks. It is so goddamn funny to watch. Uh, <laughs> now, the show is not at all a comedy, but it does have some moments like that that are kind of funny. Um, so, basically, you have this society that all works perfectly. Everybody's in their place. And... Um, They introduce this dude, John the Savage, and he comes in and he's like us. He just, you know, he doesn't take the drugs. He doesn't you know, have a place in society. He's basically just, you know, a a, a worker dude. And he completely upheaves the entire society because, you know, you can't have that sort of um, restricted life and then have somebody who's a complete free thinker. And, you know, so he completely fucks up the whole game. (coughs) <coughs> so anyway, that's kind of the premise of the book. Um, now, where, where it gets interesting with the, with the show is that they very clearly want to make this a series. It's not a limited run series. They're going to try and milk this shit as long as they can. Um, so the book, they, they, you know, start out pretty strong and then about halfway through you see shit start to diverge. Um, and I think it's pretty clever. I think uh, it, it definitely, you know, I, I have mixed feelings because I love the book so much, and I love how it ends up, because that is such a powerful statement. And they sort of do that, but I think they're trying to have more of a Matrix vibe to it, and they're, they've they incorporated a little bit of V for Vendetta in it. So it kind of has a little bit of all the the uh, dystopian stories. Um, but, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I fucking hated the Fahrenheit 451 Both of them, but especially the one that just came out. Um, Even 1984, the movie that came out with uh, was John Hurt. Um, Yeah. Even that, you know, had some problems. Um, They tried to stay pretty faithful to the book, but even that doesn't quite. I think this captures the vibe of the book. Um, Like there haven't been many adaptations that I really liked. Um, And I thought we're even close to the book. This one is good. It's it definitely is is one of the best uh, adaptations or reimaginings of the books. So absolutely, I give it thumbs up. Um, I don't I haven't read any reviews. I don't know what anybody's saying about it, but I absolutely enjoyed it. Um, I went through it in you know in like a day. All
0: so right. Well, there you go. I'll have to give it a uh, give it a test run.
1: Get your seven day free preview. It's a it's a free download. Uh, you know I, I watched it on the smart TV. You can watch it on whatever server, uh, laptop, or whatever. Um, it's only nine episodes, so check it out and then delete that shit so they don't get you on another streaming service.
0: I look, dude. For me, I I will pay a month for something and then cancel it so I can take
1: my. <coughs> I don't want to pay time. five bucks for this.
0: It's five bucks, dude. Like I'm not. I'm watching my money commercials. Going to the movies, so I don't care. It has commercials. Yeah, but that's fine. I don't care. It's five bucks, you know, it's like.
1: Yeah, but the commercials are paying for me to not have to pay for it. They're double uh, dipping. That's bullshit.
0: I, I mean, I do that with Hulu, so I'm fine with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, unless something else, because there's nothing really else on the platform that I would pay for. Like they still offer the free version of it, at least for now. Um, so I'm going to dance, uh, cancel the premiere. And keep my free version of it until they start trying to charge. And then I'm like, yeah, fuck y'all. All
0: right. I still think you should, check out, you should check out the rest of Battlestar Galactica. That's all I'm saying.
1: I don't know, dude.
0: While you were testing out the Peacock, I tested out the Quibi. So I don't know if you... Uh, <laughs> what? I, I, I paid for a month of it because I'm willing to try out anything once. You know, it's five bucks. Like, I'm not tripping on it. Um. And it—the reason I signed up for it was because I was intrigued by the uh, uh, the Princess Bride, uh, you know, oh, home home no. movie. No, no, no. Like Elaine and I, it's 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 fun, dude. It's fun watching actors you love uh, do scenes from the Princess Bride, and it's like super low budget, so it's like even more interesting. I don't think the premise holds up long enough to watch more than an eight minute episode of it at a certain point you're like oh i'm just i could just be watching the movie right now you know yes um
1: yes instead of a low-rent like community theater version of it
0: ah come on but that's the beauty of it it's like you're like it's jason siegel (laughs) doing uh andre the giant and doing a good andre the giant impression or kevin from the office doing a good andre the giant impression you know or um Nick Kroll doing an entire sequence by himself, which makes it even better, you know, (laughs) so doing all the characters except for uh, the female, you know, Uh, except for the Robin Wright character, Buttercup.
1: Kroll is so hit and miss, dude. Like some of the stuff he does is really good. And some is just like, what were you thinking?
0: Yeah. But I mean, it was, you know, and it's like the story reading in the bed is like, uh, right. uh, You know, it's like a lot of it's fun, you know. But at a certain point, you're like, this is just I'm watching The Princess Bride. (laughs) You know, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I can just watch the movie. Um, But, yeah, yeah, I mean, I tried watching um, one of the movies and I got to tell you, man, this whole eight minute increment thing. Like it's it is definitely designed for the younger generation. Like it's an ADHD thing where I'm like not interested in just watching something in eight minute increments. So
1: (laughs) no, it sounds terrible. Like why do I need a series of short films? <laughs> like what the what the fuck? Just play it, you know? If when if I can download them all and string them together, cool. But I don't want to watch 8 minutes at a time. Right, right. That, hey, this is goofy.
0: Hey, hold on real quick, I got a call coming in. Hold up. Uh well, good news. What's that? I literally it was my call for my coronavirus test. I'm negative.
1: Hey! <laughs> that's good man that's good
0: like literally live as we're recording it came in that's amazing
1: yeah <laughs> so. man that's good hey Ooh. now you can come out of your room
0: i no shit right like it's one of these things where it's like you know it's time to it's immediately time to put on some uh, uh um some let's get it on and uh call the wife yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, but anyways, back to the quibby. So like I, the so movies, like the quality of the stuff that they filmed is not bad. But when you realize you're like, I'm watching, I'm watching an hour long film basically, you know, because it's 10, yeah. 10 episodes of six to eight minutes. So it's like, I'm really just watching a movie. That's like an hour, 10 an hour 20, you know? So like I watched the, uh, uh, the one with, uh, um, Anna, Hen- Anna Kendrick and the sex doll, uh, I watched the one right. with uh um the movie uh with uh the 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 Hemsworth brother um Liam Hemsworth uh, and it's like The Most Dangerous Game and it's him and the uh the German guy from uh, uh Django um and uh you but, know But so, why
1: why the small increments? What what is the point of that? So that you feel like you're watching YouTube? I mean what I I, I, don't, I can't say I get it.
0: I I don't know that it's for us to get. I definitely think like some of our younger listeners might be into it because they love like I don't I don't really get TikTok. It's just Vine. Like I, I'm like, well it's just Vine. Yeah. Like we did this already. But that's cool if you're into it, like have at it. Um, but it's not for us, you know. So if there's younger people I don't know that's for anybody personally, because I don't see how it works as a subscription system. Um, but you know, who knows? There might be money behind it, it might come together. But I tried out the Quibi and the Quibi gets a big thumbs down from me. Um one, there's just not enough
1: from there's from Jump Street, it sounded like a stupid idea.
0: Well, there's not enough content on it, first I off. I just, I don't get
1: it. If you yeah. want to have, like, divide your movie up into eight minutes and turn it off when you're done with the eight minutes. It just seems stupid. I don't get it. Uh,
0: this is true. This is true. Um, But, you know, I tried out some stuff on Quibi, and uh, the stuff that I watched, I didn't, it wasn't bad. I just, the format makes no sense to me. It's just like, it is like watching a movie on YouTube where it's like I'm seven minutes into it, and all of a sudden it's like, the end of the uh, like I, the end of that one and i have to load another one like that's how i felt about it at a certain point you know
1: you know why this is the dumbest fucking thing in the world because you know they didn't film it seven minutes and eight minutes at a time they filmed it all you know in one big film and then chopped it up yeah it's just stupid it's just absolutely stupid to me
0: well there you go so big thumbs down on the yeah. quibi and a and a and a a thumbs up on the Brave New World, but a thumbs down on the Peacock. So no need to get either of those streaming services, people.
1: I mean, definitely check out the Brave New World. I I didn't even mention um, since there is no monogamy. There's a lot of fucking. There's a lot of it. Like, like at at points, it started to feel like you know, Cinemax or or uh, you know, what is it? Were you just? Uh, I can't. Late at night, Cinemax. You're all did I download um, Pornhub? Like what's
0: what's happening here? Right.
1: Right. Well, and that's that's at some point, you know, it's like I'm watching this thing and I'm thinking my kids are going to start coming downstairs here pretty soon because there's a lot of moaning going on and it's and it's all orgies. And I'm like, mm. yeah, I'm glad they're all pretty much grown at this point, but I still don't want to watch it with them. Well, let's that's talk just weird.
0: Let's talk about two streaming services that are worth having, uh, and that would be Netflix and Disney. And we got to talk about the two big releases that just came out there. So, uh, first off, The Old Guard. Did you check out The Old Guard?
1: Friggin' the day it came out, I was on The Old Guard. Actually, I take it back. It might have been a couple days in. But, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, didn't, mean, I didn't realize it was a book I had read. And as soon as I realized, oh, wait a minute, that was based on a book I liked, then I was all over it. Yeah, it I was an like, image. Oh, let's do this.
0: It was an image series, but I think it was designed as a limited series because, like, the book came out and that was like three years ago. Was the trade at that? Oh, and it yeah. And it was only five issues. Um, and then I didn't even realize that they had a second one coming out because it's been out of mindset so long. I'm like, oh, finally a right. book that a book that Image releases that they release at an IB Comics level where it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where it's like, well, well, we can't can't get these out every month, people.
1: <laughs> so. The crazy thing about it is, you know, Image puts out books, and they they'll do them like straight to trade, and then they'll just pull the plug on it and not tell anybody. So it's right. like I get into a series, and they don't follow through on all of them. And I I wonder if this was one that they they didn't follow through, but suddenly it got picked up by Netflix, and they're like let's do some more of that you know i i have a feeling that's what happened well
0: and especially because it's it's a pretty cool idea like as far as things it's go a great idea right um you know but it's it's one of those things where when you read the when you when you watch the movie like it's got i mean charlie's theron's pretty much the only star in it uh everybody else is sort yeah. of like good character types um but no, nobody that i've seen in anything else except for uh um Dudley from the freaking uh, Harry Potter movies shows up in it. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, it's Dudley, and he's a bad guy. Um, that's funny. But the movie, I mean, the movie itself really holds up. Like, it's amazing. I mean, It's a little John Wickish in, like, the fight stuff. Um,
1: oh, like, wait. Uh, Chitty Will uh, EG4 is in there. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: that's right. I forgot. He was the other one.
1: Um, who, is, but, who is a very minor character as far as the action goes.
0: Yeah, I think he's only in, um, like, six scenes in the whole movie. So, yeah. It, it, it's not like he's not like Charlize who's throwing, who's throwing up, who's showing up like the entirety of the film. Um, Right. You know, it's basically like her movie and then like the rest of sort of the, uh, the crew of the old guard Um, spoiler alerts ahead. Um, But this is this entire movie turns out that these guys, like these people are immortals. Um, uh, They, they, they die and they come back, uh, but they have a limited life uh, span uh, that we don't exactly know how it's dictated. The movie doesn't get into that. It's just when it's your time, it's your time sort of thing.
1: Well, um, they don't know it, I think, is the point, is that it's just when when time's up, it's time up. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. And it usually coincides with a new member coming into the group.
0: Right. So I, I, I guess what we we learn over over the course of the film is that there's only four of them at any given point no matter what. Right. Um, and then when one of them loses their powers, a new one is basically born somewhere else in the world. Um, but right. it, I mean, I, I, it's, it's a really good actioner. Like, you know, it's the sort of thing that the wife sat down and enjoyed. Um, and that doesn't happen all the time, you know? Um, yeah, you know, it's got, um, you know, it's got, uh, uh Charlize Theron, who's like, you know, uh, God bless her. Uh, she, I'm pretty sure she's a vampire. Because she doesn't look a day older than she did uh, when I first saw her in Two Days in the Valley, you know, <laughs> right. freaking twenty five years ago. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I she doesn't yeah. age. It, it just yeah, which is which kind of dumbfounds me because they're talking about making this uh, Furiosa prequel, but they're not talking about using Charlize Theron. They're talking about doing like a younger actor, and I'm all that's just dumb. Right? No, nobody wants that. Like just like de-age Charlize Theron, like or make her look younger. She doesn't look old, you know
1: yeah yeah i i think i think that's a huge misstep um to not use the thing we liked about that story it wasn't the character it was her as the character
0: right right and there's no reason you You know i mean
1: batman is the perfect example we don't necessarily like batman we like the people who play batman or we hate the people who play batman you know
0: i i would go more with han solo how's that
1: no because i like that dude but yes i get what you're saying
0: like harrison ford or or indiana jones like i don't know that you're ever gonna have another actor be indiana jones like harrison ford is indiana jones
1: except for shia he could be he could be indiana he is mutt he is not indiana so (laughs) i want to see the chronicles of mutt that's all i know uh,
0: here's the deal. Give me John Cho as Short Round. Give me Shia as Mutt. And give me the adventures of Mutt and Short Round. And then Harrison Ford could show up in a cameo situation, sending them out on an adventure to go find him some pads from the grocery store during Rona. I don't know. But
1: <laughs> I, am, I am so in for that. I am 100% in. Dude, I've, I've been waiting for Shia to come back in that since that movie came out. It ain't gonna like happen. This was set up so he could take it over. And uh damn you, Steven Spielberg, come on.
0: Now now he's got a chest tattoo and he is a uh, a Jewish Hispanic hitman of
1: some sort. I'm not sure. I'm looking forward <laughs> to this David Ayer film, <laughs> but I'm I'm in with that too. <laughs> I just give me more Shia. He's the only thing that made the Transformers watchable for me.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. But back to the old guard.
1: Yeah, old guard freaking loved it.
0: Yeah, and I and I it's kind of funny because uh, I I've, I've read the book too. I looked at it. And I was like, oh shit! I think Chris let me borrow this at one point because I read this a few years ago, and I think I think we might have actually talked about it on an old show at one point too.
1: It was great, man. It was yeah. a great concept. But but again, completely forgot about it because it's right. been that long since I picked it up.
0: Yeah, I mean it happens. But it's uh, it definitely like. It's breaking some Netflix records, so I definitely think we're gonna get a sequel to it. Like, it had 72 million downloads in like the first
1: week. Um, well, and it's set up for a sequel, right? Right. Um, yeah. No, and it has a pretty diverse cast. Um, you have um, two dudes who are involved with each other, so sure. you have a, a gay duo in a in a uh, action flick. So, I mean, I I don't know if that's groundbreaking or not, but you know definitely was interesting to see um you don't see that much
0: i mean sure like trying
1: to trying some new colors
0: i mean this ain't Uh this ain't 2008 as much anymore so i'm like not it's not the sort of thing where it it, to me it didn't feel shoehorned in it just felt like two characters doing their thing you know so absolutely
1: um, and i i think that's what made it so likable is like it, it wasn't calling attention to itself
0: I think my my only complaint like in the entire film is I felt like I wanted the the villain to have a more um, fleshed out motivation. Um, it got a little like when you got to, in the middle part, you were like, OK, I can kind of see the motivation. And then when you got to the end, it was a little mustache twirly, um, which, yes. you know, um i i kind of would have liked to because the the villain was not was in one of those situations where you could do a thanos with it and i think no matter what at the end of the day we we all have to look at thanos and go okay thanos has sort of redefined what a villain can be because a villain sees their world as being truthful and i think that's what was like this guy at the end of the day just was like i want money you know and it's like Yeah. uh, yeah and it's like okay but the other argument was like, OK, well, I'm a, a, a geneticist who can figure out how to give everlasting life through your genetics to everybody. Um, and as opposed to like, I'm going to keep you captured here forever. Like there, there could have been a world where he was like basically trying to convince them they wouldn't go along with it. And then it becomes a more interesting story, you know. But, you know, I, I didn't write that story, but that's the only thing I would like to have seen. So
1: I don't know, dude. Hans Gruber. <laughs> Hans Gruber I mean it all came down to money at the end
0: yeah but here's the thing Hans Gruber is a guy that yes it all came down to money but he was such a good villain in how he thought about money and how he twisted the world so he could get that money like the Joker in the Dark right. Knight sort of plays with that as well you know where he's like all yes. about the money but he's all about destroying the money you know Um, this guy went the opposite direction where he felt like he had a lot of interesting motivation. And then by the end of the story, it's only about money. So all the earlier setup really has no point. So
1: yeah, it didn't bother me. I just, you know, he was just another robber baron to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, it just was, that's my only
1: dude trying to rip everybody off.
0: It was literally my only complaint. Uh, uh, The positive side was there's some amazing kills in it. Like when he, when she breaks the dude's neck, Uh, when he does the, she does the flip over him and breaks the one guy's neck, like in the back third, um, some of the, uh, the fight sequences with the swords, you know, I just, it was like, uh, I just, I was really impressed with some of it. Um, the concept of throwing, uh, her friend down into the bottom of the fucking ocean, like somebody that's constantly thinking about that. Yeah. Somebody that's constantly rebirthed over 500 years, you know? So, and actually now that I think about it, there's not just four of them. There's five of them.
1: Yeah. Cause she's sure. always been there.
0: Yeah, so I wonder about that. You know, so it's like there's there's a lot of interesting world building in this. Um, I I hope that the second one's as good as the first one. Uh, the Mrs. was like this should be a TV series. She's all like, it's built like a TV series. It would make a really good yeah episodic show hourly. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I don't know. I feel like you would have told the same story with a lot of filler, and it wouldn't have moved as briskly. Yes. Um, um, so I was okay with what it was. You know, so. Uh, but old yeah definitely. i mean it's kind of like
1: the the hemsworth um uh, show that just came out um whatever that was um the movie that just came out chris hemsworth i don't
0: know oh oh yeah yeah where he was yeah that one was like there's been some some good actioners coming out on netflix like we watched we both watched that yeah. one that was good like that was last month but i enjoyed it i'd watch it again
1: yeah you know but same thing it wouldn't have worked as well as a show Right. It was the fast pace of it that made it work.
0: Right. But you could see how they would stretch some... Like, you take that and it's like, you're like, I have this great idea and it really worked good in like a two-hour increment, but we need to like milk 10 hours out of it. So we're going to put in all these side quests, but we're going to do the same fucking thing we would do in a two-hour movie, but over 10 hours,
1: you know? Um, You know what, man? I think I figured out why Brave New World works for me, because every time they try and do an adaptation they cram it into two hours and this, they took something that should have been novel length and made it novel length. And that's why I think it works. I can get behind and that. I think you nailed it right now. Yeah. I, I think get... you totally nailed it.
0: Well, and it's, it's, it's because of the source material, you know? And I think it's something like yeah. as, as creators, it's something you and I have talked about a number of times where it's like, grace is not designed to be like a film, but it's also not designed no. to be something that is, uh, uh, basically like, uh 10 hours and 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 10 seasons it's designed to have a a story with the end line you know it's sort of like that second season of the Watchmen or that season of the Watchmen, which is like a sequel you know yeah. it's like perfectly designed in 10 episodes i do not need any more or nine episodes you know um and everybody's like whoa so good i'd love a set other season i'm like yeah but you don't need it it's it's done it was perfect you know and I think it's like that first season of true detective was that way where you got to the end and you're like, this is perfect. I do not need any more, but sometimes stories need to be told in 10 hours, sometimes too. And I think sometimes people try to cram too much story or too little story into their, how many issue or episodes we've been hired for, you know? Yeah. So, so let's talk a little bit about Disney. Meanwhile, Disney plus, uh, so bad news on the Disney plus front, um, because of uh, uh, the Black Widow movie being delayed, now it's starting to delay all the other other Marvel projects. Um, so oh. Falcon and Winter Soldier's been delayed. Wakanda vi- or Wakanda. I Vision. don't understand
1: why that's necessary unless there's like a tie-in with Black Widow. But Black Widow's a prequel.
0: Yeah, but I think it's going to introduce her, uh, the sister character, and I think that that character is going to oh. become part of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think that makes the most sense. Or, like, maybe yeah. some of the tertiary characters, because it's all spy shit. So it seems like it would make sense that it would all tie in together. Um, and especially right. it, especially because it's not like the other Marvel shows where they were, like, sort of, like, on the fringes of the MCU. Like, these shows are designed to be directly connected to the MCU. Right. So so right. I, I, I just think the dominoes are falling there. So, you know, uh, that's the bad news. I mean, the good news is we're still on track to get Mandalorian Season 2 in the fall um um and That'd then disney plus announces turns around and announces uh well it doesn't announce but we've heard rumblings that hayden christensen is going to be a regular on the obi-wan kenobi tv show
1: no <laughs> <laughs> come on so he's now gonna, is Hugh s- mcgregor
0: in it yeah he's playing an older obi-wan kenobi so
1: and we're gonna have darth vader basically
0: well, I think, uh, uh, well, if you're having Hayden Christensen, the whole concept is it's going to be like, from what I've read, is it's going to be like uh, uh, Obi-Wan having nightmares where he's basically talking to uh, Anakin in his nightmares, and he's going to become a regular part of the show.
1: <clears throat> no, dude. That's amazing. No! What? i I'm terrible
0: you gotta let go of it at this point like we there are those of us that love no, Hayden Christensen. I won't, I won't
1: watch dude <laughs> I I love you and McGregor but I won't watch that fool he's terrible
0: yeah I just i I don't understand why you're so bitter Chris
1: he sucks no he's, he's amazing so bad. i I you tell you what i will I will give him one shot if he's not friggin improved greatly. In the first episode, he's in, I'm out. You are
0: not out on an Obi Wan Canopy series. If Hayden Christensen's I'm, in, I'm it. out. No, I'm out. If you're he a liar. is terrible
1: and stinking up the joint like he did in everything else he did, I am out.
0: Uh, well, uh, based on another uh, uh, Disney thing that was released that we're going to talk about, I don't think Hayden's going to miss his shot. He's not going to miss his shot, yo. So. Uh-
1: <laughs> he's he's going to miss his shot,
0: dude.
1: He's. He's so gonna screw the pooch. So did you? Um, uh, but yeah, no, that was huge, huge news. Did um, you? Did you watch definitely, Hamilton? Definitely. I, I was never a fan of Hamilton. Okay. I gotta say that from the onset. I heard people listening to it and talking about it, and I said, "This is the dumbest motherfucking idea." They're, it's dudes, rapping, about, early politics. Okay. It is the dumbest goddamn idea like i cannot think of a an idea that would be worse i would rather watch springtime for hitler than that (laughs) idea of of dudes talking about um, early american politics that said i'm like what the hell it's free i well you know I, i i got it on the disney plus i'll watch it and for the first 10 minutes, I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. By the end of it, I am 1000% in. It's dope. It's absolutely dope. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It, it took a lot, man. It took a lot. And it, 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 was, it was absolutely brilliant. I, I take back everything I ever said. Sometimes the dumbest things in the world can be sure brilliance and and i think it is i think it is a game changer um as a a non-fan of (laughs) the idea i i'm 100 on board well that's good we watched it you obviously watched it
0: yes we watched it during quarantine um uh uh
1: now did you see it live
0: uh my wife did uh the tickets were prohibitively expensive um and she wanted good seats um, and I wanted to go whitewater rafting. So we agreed that she could go see Hamilton <laughs> and I would go whitewater rafting by myself. Um, so okay. uh, I think we both made the right choice um, at the end of the day. Uh, I got to not be around my family for three days and she got to go see Hamilton. So it worked out great. Um, okay. okay. Uh, no, she saw it live and was like, you're going to love it. You should listen to the music. And I listened to a bit of it. And I was like, it just it doesn't play for me on. It's like going to, listening to any musical soundtrack without seeing it. There's no context for it, um, and I don't necessarily understand what's going on um, uh, because I'm a visual person in that regard. Yeah, um, but
1: you know what? There are some that, that are that are not like that, but they have to be songs that are written as songs right. and not narrations. So you can't do it with a, an operetta. It no. just doesn't work.
0: It felt very much like and That's what I, this is. Yeah, when I watched it it was a lot of exposition. I was like there's a lot of exposition in these songs and and <laughs> yeah. when you wa- when you watch it in the mo- in the in, the, in the, the the stage play you're like okay all this makes more sense there's dancing it's more interesting. Yes. If I'm just listening to people talk about, you know, rap about their lives or like, you know, even some of the other stuff without the performance there's no connection to it for me. And once right. I right. once I saw the performances like so much more of it like made sense to me and was more interesting to me now some of the tracks i still liked like i've always liked not gonna waste my shot you know uh uh uh, the room where it happens like stuff like that like there's some of it that's really really listenable you know um it's good
1: tunes man yeah they're good tunes for sure
0: the king george stuff is like hilarious like that's always been funny to me but you know
1: um but it's like that dude stole the show
0: oh yeah like that guy was great on him and thomas Jefferson. right right um um, but they the whole the whole thing is like you know it's it's been really good and exciting you know so uh, but I you know I look man at this point Netflix and Disney plus are the winners as far as streaming services go. Hulu is like yeah. a distant third for me um, at this point uh, and if it wasn't a part of the Disney plus package that Ooh, I have prime. I wouldn't keep it.
1: Prime you're forgetting prime. they're clearly in second
0: uh Primes and prime's in a, uh, in a distant fourth for me
1: what you've got some great shit on prime you have man in the high castle which was dope as hell you've got um miss mazel which was also really really good i mean there's some great shows on the prime
0: uh i mean besides the boys uh i watched all of the, and tick. the boys i watched all the tick i watched miss mazel and i watched the boys on prime uh the tom the clancy the uh, uh jack ryan stuff like, you're talking about four shows on an entire streaming network. Like, look, I loved Cobra Kai, um, but it wasn't enough for me to keep a fucking <laughs> YouTube subscription, you know? And it's like, if it wasn't for the shipping, I wouldn't keep Amazon Prime. So,
1: um, Fair enough.
0: Like, that's the only reason we have Prime is because my wife, like, like, literally they drop off like four packages a day to our house. So it's not, you know, it's like nonstop because that's all she buys her stuff off of is Amazon anymore. Um,
1: Now, wait um, a minute. Wasn't uh, was Peaky Blinders a prime original?
0: I don't know. I've only ever seen that on Netflix. So.
1: A Good Omens was prime.
0: Okay. I mean, look, you're not you're not like telling me it's terrible. I just Hulu to me. I like Hulu because it's got like more programming on it. It's got more shit that I watch. So it's my third. Disney Plus is my second because it's got Star Wars. Like, uh, what more do I need to say?
1: Okay, but what does Hulu have?
0: Uh, uh we watched the um uh the the uh, I can't think of it. The girls in the red outfits thing. Um, um. Come on, what's the name? Oh, of Oh, The show?
1: Handmaid's Tale.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, the wife really likes. I, the I couldn't watch Tale. it, dude. Did you didn't that watch just, it?
1: I I saw like half of an episode and I'm like. Yeah, they're basic basically raping people. I'm a pass on this one. Uh, I ain't feeling I, it.
0: I mean, it's a bit dystopian. I mean, we all like our dystopian shit, you know. Um, but with with Hulu, definitely. Hulu, there the the shows I like on Hulu. Like, I watch a lot of my my network broadcast stuff on Hulu. So it's like The Good Place, Agents of Shield, like Modern Family, uh, uh, Superstore. Um, you yeah, know but those
1: are all on on like demand I mean I guess you don't have demand because you don't do cable but um, you know that stuff's all on regular TV yeah I mean you're not like, I mean I I get it I get it
0: you're not wrong they're just they don't their original stuff is not as strong you know um, they have sort of their last Hulu's, starfighter no, knockoff sure. uh, but you know like they have movies and shit It just I like I said dude prime is not it's not as uh it, it's fourth it's in fourth place so and then i'm gonna try out hbo max dude i mean i'm gonna try out hbo max when the snyder cut happens no i didn't watch fleabag did you see fleabag fleabag was
1: phenomenal it was really good hunters another great show high castle obviously was a great show i mean there's just a ton of them and they brought back the tick dude hulu has
0: survivor it has fear the walking dead it has (laughs) those uh, are not their shows though i'm just talking about
1: original stuff
0: it's got, I don't care about original stuff. It's all TV, Chris. <laughs> it's,
1: it's all TV. Man, you could, you could get that shit on Peacock, and it's free.
0: What We Do in the Shadows, I could watch through Hulu, which is like my favorite show on TV right now.
1: Okay, but it's on FX. You can watch that shit too. I do not which have cable. I think cable. you can get through uh, I don't have Crackle. cable. Remember when I told you I don't have cable? No, nah, but I know, but Crackle <laughs> has a lot of that stuff.
0: I ain't watching Crackle. Crackle's like uh, 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 Netflix for poor people, and I'm not interested in all that. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just TV, man. Nah, it's a hard pass. Like every time I turn <laughs> so on you're Crackle, paying for the shit that you could get for free. I, every right. time I, every
0: time I turn on Crackle, I feel like my TV got a virus, and I don't even know that that's possible. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I downloaded the crackle and I haven't watched it at all.
0: <laughs> all right. Let's wrap this up, up right here. There ain't nothing on crackle. <laughs> let's, let's wrap this up right here. This has been a fun episode. Uh, so, hey, guys, uh, uh, we're back. We're going to be doing stuff again. Um, we're going to try and do some more phone calls with uh, with the rest of the crew. Um, Get everybody back in contact again. But I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Um, Obviously, we're still doing the social distancing because I thought I had coronavirus, which I don't, which you just heard live. So that's fantastic. Um, But uh, uh, other than that, you guys, we hope you all are staying safe. uh, We hope you guys uh, get to enjoy Comic-Con online this next week, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And more importantly, in uh, honor of Comic Con online, online we're doing our uh, eighth issue of Grace is coming out. Um, so we've been doing a pre-order on it. You can still get the pre-order, uh, but it goes live this week, and we're going to be pushing it hard. Yes. Uh, if you don't have, um, if you don't have the any of the other stuff on Grace, we're also going to be doing a bundle um, that for twenty five bucks you get the trade and issue six, seven, and eight. So that's a hell of a deal right there. Uh, That price. And then it's like another. So it's like and it's like four dollars or five dollars in shipping. So basically for like 30 bucks, you get all of the first you get the entire story of grace up until this point.
1: And delivered straight to your door.
0: Right. Right. So all that's going to be you're going to see a lot of us pushing that this next week. But if you don't have the books, guys, uh, like, look, here's the reality Uh, with the with the uh, comic books and with the podcast and everything is there is not going to be any comic cons. For a long time, Um, at least until next year at the bare minimum. I think 2022 at the earliest. Um, So do us a favor and get out there and support independent creators like us. So go get Grace.
1: (laughs) Yeah, please, please. For sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. So once again, I hope you guys have uh, enjoyed this episode. Um, I am uh, Anakin Skywalker in Chris's dreams.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. And I am Amazon Prime is better than Hulu.
0: And we hope you guys are having a Nerd Life Crisis. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to The Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. This episode of The Nerd Life Crisis brought to you by IB Comics. IB Comics, the home of great creator driven stories for people of all ages, including Legba's Juke Joint. The first book of a nine book series is available now and tells the story of American music from the blues to the present. The series examines the values of American society and for what we as people are willing to trade our soul. The book has been called Smart and Clever by Mark Wade of The Flash and Superman and Raw, Honest, and Profoundly Human by Stephen Frank, the creator of Silver and the animator on The Iron Giant. The book is available now at www.ibcomics.com IB Comics, the home of great stories.